0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: Come on, Sissy That Pod. Let's get
0: sickening.
1: Are you a fan of the Emmy award winning show RuPaul's Drag Race? Do you think about Roxy Andrews at the bus stop? And do you belong in Party City? Well, Sissy That Pod is the podcast for you. Join me, James, and my co host, Keen. Is there something on my face? As we chat weekly about the runway realness, sickening shade, and backstage buffoonery. That's right, whether it's new episodes of Drag Race US, UK, or All Stars pod will spill the tea with a new episode for you within 24 hours. So make good choices and subscribe to Sissy.pod from the Headstuff Podcast Network and we'll leave you gagging on our eleganza. Now, let the music play!
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the special... Uh uh, special to a very special episode of F&I Rap Chat, special no beating around the special no-beating-around-the-bush episode of F&I Rap Chat with myself, Paul Butler-Lennox. Um, you're very welcome along. Uh, thanks uh, so much to our sponsors, Film Equipment Store, um, Octavid.com, and Wildcard Distribution for their never-ending positivity, which we really appreciate here at Film Network Ireland. Uh, if you'd like to support FNI and what we do, there's two ways you can do that. You can go to Headstuff Plus—that's HeadstuffPodcasts.com—and you can avail of all sorts of super cool bonus content uh, for just five euros a month. Equally, you can head over to BuyMeACoffee.com forward slash FNI. You, bec- you can become a member, and um, we're rolling out something really cool—a couple of new things, really cool for members over the next uh, the next couple of months. Um, where you can gain some really cool mentorship and one-on-ones with people that work with FNI, which I'm really excited about, Um, and lots of other nice little bits and bobs which are coming down the track. So I have the quietest field mouse of actors today in with me. The uh, the 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 founded member of the committee of the of of, of talent from Tala. It's uh, Andy McCaffrey born. How are you doing?
1: Well, how do I? That's that's some title, isn't it? <laughs> the talent from Tala.
0: The talent from Tala, Tala, uh, uh committee. Found contingency. contingency committee from from Tala. How are you doing? All right.
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, good. How's how's COVID is treating you well? Clearly, because you're here.
1: COVID is. I mean, what do we say about COVID?
0: Well, you can call it COVID, like my mum. That's good. It's a, nice, or ca- a, co- a fit. nice a
1: nice pronunciation. Yeah, we're. I mean, just getting through at this point, aren't we? The first lockdown, I think, for actors was a little bit like, oh, I can do this. This is okay. This is similar to my normal life. You know, everyone was off work and people are going, how are you getting on? I'm like, well, this is kind of normal for us. We're not always in a routine. Yeah, yeah. But this one, it's like, (laughs) "Okay, I'm on holiday. We've had enough now. Can we please let me out?
0: Yeah, it's one lockdown too far. I mean, you're joining us uh, the Monday after the kind of riots on Grafton Street. Uh, not even riots, but kind of l- l- squirmish or standoff. Um, I think that, um, yeah. How do you feel about all of this?
1: Um, I think at this point now, I think it's about everyone managing their mental health. I think so mm-hmm. much pressure has been put on to, you know, and even get young, the kids in school and stuff to try and be keep going and... and Work in a way that we always have before, but it's not like that now. So we can't keep going on the way we were before because we've been locked in for a, practically a year. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure to. So know.
0: level four and a half. Level
1: four and a half. <laughs> level four is a nightclub <laughs> up the road. That's the level four. we're going to level four. Oh great! I had many a great night in level four.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we need to need to go to. I, there needs to be some sort of compromise. I mean, I do think a lot of positivity <coughs> is
1: going to come out of it. I mean, oh yeah. You know, I have to be honest. Uh, Getting the funding for the actors' creator's game in the middle of all of this has been kind of such a positive thing for me, and mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have sat and had time to write and develop all my ideas and actually
0: knuckle, knuckle down knuckle
1: down <laughs> but like you know to to actually finish something, yeah, so many things that you start and then you get distracted or you might get a gig or yeah, something've
0: been there over. I mean there's several things that i've started, and you know. Just never got around to finishing for whatever reason. Other stuff gets in the way. But, you you know, there's no great purveyor of creativity than an international pandemic.
1: And it kind of makes you (laughs) appreciate the simple things as well. Like, let's be honest, you know, what do you you miss? Like at the first one when everything was closed, I was like, I just want a nice cup of coffee. Mm. You know, and I mean feet on the ground stuff. You know, like my dad's high risk so I haven't mm. hugged my dad since last year. just mm. want to give him an owl hug. You know, my friend lives in Spain. I want to see her and it's her birthday today, my bestie. And my sister's in Australia and, you know, so all these things, it's people. yeah. You know, like whatever about going out for breakfast and doing all those things that you fill your day up with thinking they're important. You know, now don't get me wrong, I want to go out dancing. <laughs> dancing? Dancing. But, you know, that's what's important.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think... Uh, the moder- greater part Absolutely, a modicum of kind of common sense. Like, I, I don't miss, you know, well, I miss going out for a point. Who, who doesn't go, miss going out for a point? But I don't miss all the trappings of, you know, all of the other kind of consumerism and, and capitalism. Yeah, you know, the way it, we're
1: conditioned to think that we have to have all this. You mm-hmm. know, and I think as well, a lot of pressure on people to be so many different things and so many mm-hmm. different roles, especially women. You know, you have to be this, you have to do this, you have to be this.
0: Okay, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> who am I who am I uh,
1: I always feel like I, I love um, you know in Zoolander when he's looking into the puddle who even am I who am I who am I but I mean you know there, there's so many different roles and different hats we're supposed to wear all the time and it's an mm-hmm. impossible thing to to actually attain yeah, yeah, to be all those things you know it's
0: well if anything I think this shows us all that we need to give each, you know give ourselves a break you yeah. know I mean with the uh, we've we've talked about this and mentioned it num- like numerous times at this point but the i like the new service that they have that mindingcreativeminds.ie mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what a wonderful and valuable resource that is like for people like you and me just so yeah. that we you know have someone to shout down the phone at who's not my ma
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking after your mental health at the best of times is tough. And I think sometimes with the whole self-care thing, yeah. for me, it's sometimes a hashtag on Instagram, you know, self-care, self-care, mm. your nails. But like self-care to me is getting your nails done or getting your roots done. Yeah, Self-love yeah. is a different kind of thing. You know, to have a discipline to, to actually love yourself enough to say, right, OK, these are the things I need to do today to keep my head together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's it's...
0: How do you look after yourself, m- like mindfully like I'm that? I'm quite
1: strict, like I...
0: Do I, meditate and stuff like yeah, that or read I, lo- or I love
1: meditation, okay. so I try to do that. Once I do meditation, i kind of grant, mm. but I have to do a guided one, talk me through, because my head's too busy. <laughs> 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 la, 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 yeah. la, la, la disco, I, can't just, <laughs> <laughs> I can't just sit quietly, you know, and then yeah. go... I, sometimes I'll oh. get to that point, but it's normally after I do a yoga class, something it takes a while for my head to slow down. Yeah. Um,
0: we, 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 that's often the case with creatives. There's just so much going on, and it's a good thing, you know. Yeah. It's that kind of you know fireworks thing. Um, well, I think
1: writing as well for me. Yeah, you know, I write every day, so, so a daily. I'm just
0: going to pop words. you up on the couch there, and I'm going to take you right back, look into my eyes, not around my eyes, into my eyes, and tell me about your childhood.
1: I was, I was laughing because I was thinking about films and TV and and what I used to watch when I was a kid, mm. and I remember every week. Like every Wednesday, <laughs> I used to pretend I was sick. I wasn't well. I couldn't yeah. go to school, so I could stay home and watch Knots Landing. <laughs> every Wednesday, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. It used to be on. I used to love that. But I mean, growing up, the eighties, mm-hmm. gas, madhouse.
0: Did you you seem pretty close to your dad in particular? Am I right? I'm,
1: pl- I'm, I'm close to all my family. I think we we grew up like my. Granny lived down the road. My auntie lived around the corner. So it was always everybody in and out of the house. We were always doing plays and, Mm -hmm. you know, lots of...
0: Mess and characterisations. Yeah, Yeah, like we're
1: all a bit... Like my granny was nuts. (laughs) My mum sent me a picture of her the other day. She's got through old photographs and... uh, she was dressed up as like a baby in this club that they used to go to singing into a microphone. And I was like, is that granny? My mum was like, yeah. So, you know, that kind of nuttiness yeah. always around and always having the crack and the laugh. And
0: Yeah, it seems to be a huge thing, particularly with kind of
1: Dubl-
0: Dublin, Dublin in particular, yeah. the Dublin wit and just messers. Um, so what was kind of the, was there any point when you were a kid where you knew you wanted, or you knew you'd probably end up being an actor or a creative person I all, or a storyteller.
1: Yeah, I always performed. So mm. like, but it was more dancing. I loved dancing. So we were in like, we were in ballet. We were on like the John Player Theatre when we were like six and seven. Jesus, okay. Yeah, it's like my mom was like pushy mom, like throwing us <laughs> up there full face of makeup and the tutus. And then we did tap dancing. And so we were always kind of encouraged to perform. But yeah. my, I loved it. My sister hated it. Right. Hated it. So... Um, is that it, why?
0: Is that why she went to the other side of the world? She
1: left. <laughs> <laughs> She's traumatized. You know, so very happy, yeah. lovely child. We were adored, like you know, still are. Like yeah. two girls in the house, and you know, my mum and dad always gave us everything and did everything and always told us. You,
0: you've no brothers, sure you don't? No brothers. Okay,
1: just lo- just a lot of sons.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember when my dad, my my outfit, my dad says to me when I told him I was going to be a dad and I was having a girl. Typical kind of Dublin, old-fashioned kind of. Ah, there you go. Not sissy Mickey.
1: <gasps>
0: Is that like? Can you get away with that now? I just can't know. say stuff
1: like I that, know. that. I remember hearing things like that. Yeah. I don't what know what,
0: I what what a ridiculous thing! But to like say I to remember,
1: <laughs> uh, like uh, uh, growing up, my road was like street parties and yeah yeah warbling you know, fights, live so. aid, and you know there was always a street party. Yeah. And I remember them distinctly, and the music, and dancing, and this feeling of, I suppose dancing got me. Into that zone that I feel with acting, yeah, yeah, it's sort of just going in a, it's a, in a, a flow, yes, finding yeah, some yeah. sort of a flow.
0: Yeah, I, I think you know athletes, uh, not the people, not the type of people that were at the. uh that were at the the protest. <laughs> Real athletes often say that there is this, there's like a state of higher kind of consciousness or flow yeah. that they get. For example, long distance runners where it's like autopilot mm. and it's just a complete like kind of zen focus type yeah. thing. I think that's, musicians have that as well when they fall into it. If yeah. they're, you know, in the middle, of, I don't know, like, I'm not a musician, but like a guitar solo or they're improvising jazz musicians. Yeah, go or somewhere else. Yeah, like do you, have you experienced that, that sense of, uh, outer body experience. Definitely,
1: yeah. Loads. Of, a lot of times that's the kind of what I aim for. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get to every day. But with writing sometimes I get it and I get into this rhythm where it just comes and all this stuff is coming out of you and then after a while you look back and you're like oh, where did that come from? I don't really remember writing that. So you tap into some other part of yourself I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel with acting when you're really in a scene with someone and there's this back and forth and you let go and you're just there in the moment, the present moment, Mm -hmm. reacting to this person, you get that thing as well. Like, there's nothing else going on in your mind. You're clear, you're not thinking about like, oh, I have to go later and do this or I have to go down to the shop and buy, we need this or whatever crap Mm. you have to do in your life. You're just in the now. Mm
0: -hmm. Focused. Yeah. Yeah, I think that... I think I I, I can only, like from my own experience, very seldom have I experienced that. Like a few times, you know, where I feel as if I'm totally, like you said, kind of present or in control of what's happening insofar as like if if a bus crashed through the wall, I'd still be doing what I'm doing kind of stuff. Mm. But um,
1: It's a discipline and a practice. It takes a long time and it's really hard. And lots of times I think that's why it's so hard to get to that place because the amount of work it takes... I was actually having this conversation with an actress the other day. The amount of work it takes to do this thing that you're told all the time as an actor, do nothing. Mm-hmm. The amount of work it takes to get to that point, to be able to just be Yeah, yeah. and do nothing is really difficult.
0: Yeah, we should, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely.
1: And my personality is hyper. <laughs> Not that you'd know. Like, I bounce around. Yeah, so for yeah, me yeah. to stop and slow down and chill and...
0: Take so, stock and be... Yeah.
1: And I actually really noticed that before we did Reflex, my film. Or your film. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I broke my ankle five weeks before the shoot. Wow, OK. And...
0: Did, are you telling me that your mind healed your foot?
1: No. What I'm telling you is <laughs> I used that for the character because right. she was a lot slower than me. She... Uh, oh. Yeah, there wasn't aerobics. Uh, sorry, there's aer- there's aerobics in the film. Yeah. So if I hadn't have broken my ankle, I would have been hopping around like... With my energy, the kind of personality I have, but Irene is not that character. Yeah. So I kept saying, I don't know why this has happened to me five weeks before this year. And then, as we started getting into everything, and I started developing the character, I was like, Oh, now I see. I have
0: a Kaiser Soze.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, Okay. Soze. But I, but I had to, I had to kind of trick myself because I was like, Right, this can go two ways. Because I was in a lot of pain. I had a broken ankle, like you know. So, but I, but I thought, Right, okay, how do I turn this into a positive? Grant, okay, I'll use it, Mm -hmm. and it worked. So I mean. Break your bones it it is that thing though
0: isn 't it I mean a lot of actors find you know getting into character they they need to discover a walk or a different rhythm or clothes often for a lot of actors it 's when they get into someone else 's clothes they they can feel it you know feel different mm-hmm. and think you know potentially different is that was that a case of that happening by accident with you. Maybe you wouldn't have worked like that before, but that made you kind of think that. I think was different character.
1: this time as well because I had written it, yeah. so I knew her inside out. Yeah, I knew everything about her. Do you know what I mean? You know, what was it
0: like having the writer on set all the time?
1: I had to go up and talk to myself Come in the here. mirror. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. What do you think?
0: Listen, it's not working out. You're gonna ha- you really going to really have to go home.
1: I think you're going to have to get recast, do you? No, I don't think we're going to do that. I,
0: I think you're fucking great. Yeah. I know, but the writing's weak.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it was uh, interesting. Um, um, it was two different sides of the brain and then I co-produced as well. So did you
0: have like, to switch parts off? Just for anybody who hasn't listened, uh, who, who's joined us a little bit late, and he received the Actor as Creator uh, bursary with... Screen Ireland, which is a brilliant new initiative, you know.
1: Screen Skills Ireland and Bow Street as well. And
0: Bow Street as well, yeah. apologies. Um, by all of those wonderful organisations all chipping in to give to empower actors and, yeah, and, g- and the, give them and the an whole opportunity. Like, the
1: whole ethos behind the scheme was that it was COVID and there wasn't a lot of work out there for actors. And mm-hmm. they wanted to give actors uh, an opportunity to wear a lot of different hats and to, you know, create their own work. Yeah. And after this experience, I mean, it was so positive. And the amount of um, work that all of the people have put in, like, I mean, Shimmy Marcus in Bow Street has done so many Zooms with us. Grania mm-hmm. as well from um, Screen Ireland. Like, they've given us so much help and so much um, guidance mm-hmm. that it was ju- just an amazing experience. And it's still you know it's we I'm we're only getting into the edit now with my film mm-hmm. um but the scheme was ran, you know specifically with that purpose to give actors a kind of voice to showcase their acting work Yeah. so it was a budget of 2500 euro you had to send in your synopsis your pitch and a video um pitch yeah okay so
0: tell us about the pitch video
1: well <laughs> well my my film set in the 80s okay so hence the chat about the 80s earlier on I don't know it's just nostalgic I love the 80s we had an Mm -hmm. 80s band at our wedding like they were all dressed up in the gear like I just love the 80s -hmm. so um, my film is based around like Ireland is terrified exercise would be the end of us all in the early 1980s right I found a letter online from the Taoiseach's office this is true Mm -hmm. Um, when I was doing some research hashtag spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) And the letter from the Taoiseach's office was warning um, the Minister for Health at the time. She was giving a talk about aerobics and was warning her not to endorse it Mm -hmm. and to say that, you know, they agreed on it because they didn't know enough about it and that it was, it could be bad for women's health, they weren't sure. And then I found all of these paper clippings from doctors. It, I believe it destroys the womb. Don't, don't encourage <laughs> or endorse uh, the, the aerobics because we don't know enough about it. Oh,
0: it it destroys the womb. I have,
1: I have <laughs> it the actual the memo. It's unedited paper. Like to read it now, you're like, oh my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was like, you know, that like lightning bolt moment. I was like, oh my God. So, um, from there then, I found all of these other paper clippings and some of them were like, the doctors are worried about Jane Fonda's burn. So like the doctors are saying that Jane Fonda's aerobics is actually bad for your health.
0: Jesus Christ. So I mean, this is
1: like 1982, 1983. This is like, you know,
0: typical old Ireland women yeah. have to have to retire from and, work. And know.
1: still, there's a lot of that now. And Jesus. it's 2021. So, t- you know, two of the, the, the story kind of ran alongside a lot of things that hap- are still happening now. Yeah, you know, for women, um, we're not there yet.
0: The struggle is very real. Yeah, still. I mean, yeah.
1: you know, the 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 percentage of female directors, even in this country, it's minuscule. Yeah, you know, and I think we need to get to a point where we're going to start educating our daughters and educating young women mm-hmm. and letting them know that you can do these things. You know.
0: Yeah, I think that in relation to what we do in the industry we're in, I don't think there's enough of, for example. Now, yeah, the school plays and so on and English and creative writing and drama. But there should be filmmaking modules in school. Yeah, there's not as school. much. There's no, there's no there's filmmaking not, modules no. in school. No. I think that's something that maybe Screen Skills may need to have, you know, like an entry-level generalised workshop for every kind of, every second-level uh, And it's definitely something
1: that's lacking in the area here as well. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it there's a catchment area, but I think it's 140,000 people in Tala. Maybe it's more. Right. Maybe I've got that wrong. Um so that's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of young girls coming up maybe not realizing that they could go down the route of directing.
0: Yeah, yeah. You I know, mean, or I mean, whatever yeah. they
1: want to, you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah, um,
0: it's just to show that, you know, no particular set, no particular set of schools um are applicable to certain classes fem- or different yeah, areas. And, and the or, thing yeah. is
1: female voices need yep. to be heard. You know, I mean, this the story that I wrote is coming from a female perspective. The things I'm writing are female-led dramas or comedies Mm. or whatever and it's about hearing those voices and it even, because it filters out then if we don't have the scripts and we don't have the stories coming from a female perspective, Mm -hmm. we can't then have all of these great parts. You know, women are getting aged out of the industry. You're hitting 40, 40, 41, 42. It's like there's nothing, what are you you going to play? You're playing the mother or the grandmother you know, are the best friend. And the women I know are a lot more than that. The yeah, women I know yeah, yeah. are, you know, have yeah, you yeah. met an Irish woman recently? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the, and it's, the, we've, the, there's so many amazing stories and, you know, we've got a lot to say. So on that note, I must tell you, I set up um, on Friday, I started uh, the wheels turning. The wheels, mm. I put the wheels in motion. Yes, correct. To, say, to set up ding, my ding, own ding, production ding. company.
0: Very good. Exciting.
1: So, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, that. yeah, so you should be. Um, it's called Shine Bright Productions.
0: Sh- shine bright, you crazy diamond.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um...
0: Lovely, lovely. Yeah, m- m- so, more of that type of thing. I, yeah. I think that, um, again, also, that's maybe something that F&I will look at down the line is, you know, the, the nuts and bolts of... Forming forming a company, you know that you know a class on that or some online classes. I just think a lot of people in general, you know, have the, cre- the you know they have the creative element boxed off. That's not a problem, um, and the filmmaking. But you know, kind of accounts and you know what it means to be yeah your obligations as a business entity and what they and mean. It ta- and, can
1: take a long time to learn that mm-hmm. if, you're, if you are if you. Don't go the traditional route to college or there is no traditional route really for acting I don't think. No, no. You know, if you if, but if you haven't studied in college. I mean, we were never told in school, you know, you can go and study drama. Yeah. And we were in everything. We were in the plays, we were lead I was lead in the play. I was on the debate team. I was anything that you could do I was in.
0: Were you like the prefect or what were you in the class oh, captain? Oh,
1: I I was I was uh my friend Louise was was captain and I was vice captain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hell. were
1: crazy.
0: Le- talk, we about were so talk about leadership. Talk about leadership skills.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was brilliant.
0: Yeah, no, I. It's d- an all
1: girls' school, so you can
0: imagine. All I know is the be- the people, the best managers, the best motor- motivator motivators of people. Are you usually, in my experience, the best ones I've encountered are great crack. Yeah, They motivate by example and they have fun and they, there's a levity to what they do and that's, you know, that's... Yeah,
1: and a bit of charm. Yeah, we, absolutely. We, you know, I'd be, uh, I'd be good at charming people.
0: <laughs> I could get what I want. Yeah, just you just asked <laughs> me for a lend of 20 quid walking in. <laughs> Listen, I know, this but is But I awkward. mean, I, I love
1: working with people and I love connecting with people. That's yeah. my main thing. I think, you know, and especially with the film, when it came to... Well writing at first I did the course with F&I with Colin Keon it was brilliant.
0: Yes yeah, sorry I keep bumping off Keeps the mic here. See, this what the happen- here. This is what happens when you're not in your your studio in the city yeah. in the city centre. Tell me tell me all about that how did that or how how was it working with Colin and what was that like? It
1: was great because I've written for a long time but I couldn't so for for applying for funding to mm-hmm. get everything in a row, if you like, the way that it has to be done, I kind of compare it to your driving test. You know, you go and sit this driving test, has to be done a certain way. Your application has to be done a certain way. And I didn't have the skill set to mm-hmm. do that. So working with Colin, he just, he's such a great way about him. He's so grounded, so knowledgeable, so, um, he's just so giving with his time as well. You know, he's great. Mm-hmm. So we did the course with him and then applied um, for the actor's creator. Got that. And
0: you find he helped, he helped you kind of structure. Yeah. He or I go- suppose give you the confidence to, the only- to, to, to feel as if this is not as, as big or not as daunting an obstacle. Yeah, as it and to seems. believe
1: that you're yeah. on the right track and mm-hmm. you're developing your craft, you know, very so you so belie- as, a, as a screenwriter. So you
0: believe in the importance of kind of mentors in definitely. that way. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be somebody who knows more than you. I am like the queen of courses. I'm forever doing courses. <laughs> I love learning. You know, I'm doing Nick Dunning's course at the moment. You know. Nick,
0: Nick is well. uh, a positivity, a positive vi- visualisation machine. Uh, check back actor. to episode something, something. Yeah, yeah. and he knows and how to, to speak to
1: actors and how to, you know, mm-hmm. I can't even describe the course that he's doing at the moment. You have to experience it, but he's, I've done a lot of stuff with Nick and he's helped me so much. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, great,
0: Contrary to popular belief, actors are not always the most confident people in the no, world. No, you, you know. know so what he's mean? very good at that. We, like even in terms of some of the events we've had, we've had him. He's participated in kind of two or three live events, and then some stuff online with us as well. And people really, really respond to him. They respond to his positivity and his his um, his um, empathy and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, kind of, you know, there's a bit of that kind of headmaster vibe, cracking a whip. A great way Stop him. acting the bollocks and do the work, kind of stuff. You know, in a
1: gentle, kind way. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, <laughs> he'd never say acting the bollocks because he's too no, he and was... proper. but then again, he might he use might... A, might use a Cockney equivalent.
1: <laughs> uh, Come
0: on, you fa! Um So tell me about kind of when, like, you know, actors lead lots of different lives and they work in different jobs and they, you know, gravitate towards acting or kind of it pulls them into their. In, into, its orb, into its or into its creative orbit. When did it kind of? When did it start to destroy your life? <laughs> <laughs> like, was there a conscious thing? You came to it a little bit later, did you? Like, no, like I've always done it,
1: and I thought that you know I would. In school, it wasn't a thing. We weren't told, mm. you know, it wasn't a. Th- oh, I'm going to go and be an actor. That wasn't you, you know you couldn't do that. You were going to beauty college, or you were going to be a secretary. That's you know kind of what was. You were told in the education system, system in Ireland at that time. So I didn't feel that it was kind of an option for me. Um, did you have a, like
0: a career guidance officer?
1: Yeah. And I had one as well. Yeah. I told him I
0: wanted to be an actor and he said, what?
1: I told her, I just used to tell her different things every week. I want to be a DJ. <laughs> I just used to want to annoy her. Um, so I I always did it on and off. And then I, wor- I had my eldest son, was quite young when I had him. So going off to be an actor was as simple as running away to join the circus. <laughs> it wasn't going to happen at that time. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it was a lot, had a lot going on. Um, and then I think I was about 23 when I started training with Vinnie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been training with Vinnie ever since. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, um, he is. No, He's he- so good, you know. And then I was working in a hospital um, and I'd been there for kind of four years and I was thinking of leaving and this girl kind of was saying to me, yeah, but it's a safe job. You'll have it forever. And that made me go, what? <gasps> yeah. And a few different things happened in my life that made me go, OK, what's the bigger picture here? You know, what are we, what, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I decided that I would leave that job and I would become a full time actor. And... uh that was great. Insert
0: applause uh, sound effect.
1: <laughs> so I started, uh, I actually left that job and I, I got my first leading role in a short film called Bad Blood with Mark Sheridan at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking up to this house in Inchicore and all the crew been there and just been like, oh my God, they're all here for me. Oh. Yeah, you know, that, that yeah. panic. And I threw myself into it. But so when I was working, mm-hmm. I was always doing a play or I was always doing It was always a role play Yeah it yeah, yeah. was always like so I'd be working full time looking after Jake doing a play in the evening mm-hmm. um, and I kind of worked like that and screen acting wasn't kind yeah. of in my head but once I got the taste for, through Vinnie's class and I got the part with Mark that was it it was just like someone switched on a light it was like this is it this is it this is the thing and I had I've always written Like, so Mm -hmm. I have stories from when I'm nine writing stories. I remember standing up on the table. So it was never a
0: kind of calculated, well, I'm not getting the work I want, blah, blah, blah. But then it becomes a bit of that as well uh, later. Um, Yeah, and
1: I think ideas just come into your head. Like for Reflex, Irene, the character, Mm -hmm. she's having a midlife crisis. She is, um, you know, going through a really tough time. But her eldest son comes in and tells her that she's going to be a grandmother which I can relate to because that happened to me Um, when I was 40. You know, my son came in and now we have little Maya who's one. So I was just, when I was writing the character of Irene, um, it's based somewhat on true events, but I was just trying to layer as much on top of her Mm -hmm. as I could. Yeah, of course. And so I had, she's having a middle, she's this, she's this, what else, what else, what else? And then I was like, okay, her son comes in and says, um, you know, Denise wants you to mind the baby when she goes back to work and she's like, She's like what you know, so then I made the and BBC. Then she yeah, and then she discovers aerobics, so it's you know, and that's not the whole story, obviously, but mm. um, it's more of a story about I think family and love. And I mean, the team that I got, I was so lucky like Aoife, our producer's unreal, mm. Jared Walsh, who we both know, yes, um, came on board and directed it. And when Jared read the script, he he just got it straight away he got what I was trying to say um, mm-hmm. he said a couple of lines to me I can't remember exactly what he said something you know and he was like it's like this and this but it has heart and I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. you get it so
0: it's such and such meets something some yeah, yeah, yeah you
1: know so we were very much on the same page how
0: important beginning. was it to kind of you know with that kind tr- of to, to find a team that with a you know that level of trust because with something like this you really want to make something because it's you know not only is it something you're acting in, but it's come. It's you know, it's your voice. It's yeah. It's you, you know, your idea. How important was it to get a team that you trusted?
1: I mean, it's everything, and who you're working with. You can't do it. You can do nothing on your own. Mm. You know, you think you can, but until you do something like this, so your team are everything. You can't. You can't do it without them. So I had an amazing producer, Efa, mm. unbelievable. We I mean, had Jared directing, uh, like. From costume to art department, like every single department is so important, and mm. that's what I learned in this. And I mean, every actor should make their own film because you learn mm. so much, even from casting. Like the cast that I got, the people who said yes to me, I was like, oh yay, okay, you know. And it turned out that we actually had four, five actors from Tala.
0: That's what you want.
1: And it wasn't conscious though. I didn't yeah, even yeah, say yeah. like, oh, they're going to be from here. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. kind of happened that way. Um, and sure, but the pool of talent we have here, anyways.
0: I think it's wonderful when it's a kind of unconscious um, authenticity.
1: Yeah, so we're all kind know? of coming from um, up the
0: road. What it sounds <laughs> yeah, literally
1: around the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah, Do, Do you need a lift? Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll pick you up. Um, you know, but th- th- that for me was a lovely thing that we're mm. all kind of you know qu- working from,
0: and that sense of an excuse to pawn, but we're all in this together. Yeah, it kind of was kind yeah. of
1: it was kind of a, not, a nice way of doing it, and um, I think. I underestimated how much I had taken on because we had, a, you know, a budget to work towards. And we had, you know... Let's
0: be honest, there's never enough money. No, you know?
1: never enough money. And no. we were given a choice of what we could do. And I said, well, look, I'm acting 10, 12 years now. I'm going to throw the kitchen sink at this. So, like, I had, you know, a main cast of, like, five, six people. Yeah, yeah. And then I had, like, ten extras. And then I had four. of my friends had to come down because something happened and we had a big enough crew. And we had just come out of um, level five. Mm-hmm. And we were dealing with COVID and everything else, but it was such a positive experience because everyone that was working on the film
0: probably felt lucky to be there. To I don't do know if they been. felt,
1: I don't know if they <laughs> lucky, but I mean they were happy.
0: Well, I don't mean, I don't mean like you know, in the sense of it's great to be out working again. Well, Look at us being creative together. Yeah, and the know? feedback
1: that I got from the script was that everybody loved the script. They thought it was, you know, had heart. They thought mm-hmm. it was funny. They related to it, and so that for me was hugely important because mm-hmm. you know. Everybody then brings something. Everybody brings their own um, energy to it, you know. Yeah, so Jair right. brought his ideas and what he wanted and his vision, and then Eva, who's the producer, she brought what she. I brought what I. You know, so mm. we all. It was a collaborative thing. So
0: what was your writer for the for the for the film? Like room full of puppies. <laughs> <laughs> room full of puppies <laughs> and, of small and, little and little pink puppies jackets. And,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, we'd lots of neon now. In fairness, it was the eighties.
0: I Yeah, I can't wait to see the color palette for this. Yeah.
1: Um, but just to be able to use your voice and say kind of what you want to say and... It must be
0: lovely, though, you know, you know, for and a really good... Andy's a really good example of someone um, who's, you know, and I know Andy because I've worked with her a few times on a few different things. Um, You know, she's a great lightness of touch um, and a great determination. I mean, this must have been gratifying in a way that, you know... You, there's knockbacks all the time in what we do so to get something like this must have been a great confidence booster you know yeah
1: because I think a lot of times as an actor you you know you're following this and it's like follow your dreams but you're mm-hmm. following this thing that you can't see mm-hmm. um, and you believe it but at times you start going, am I deluded here? Yeah, yeah, Because, some, you know, you're not bringing in an income a lot of the time. You know, you're not earning. You're working in these jobs you maybe don't necessarily want to be in. Um, And then everything kind of lines up and clicks and in place. I know, place and you're I know going, what you mean.
0: Yay! I'm doing this podcast gig and it's <laughs> fucking wearing me down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, you know, and then when everything lines up and you're like, oh, OK. This is what it's about. This is what it is. And it it's... It's, um, I think I believed in this film so much, mm-hmm. you know, no matter, yeah. obviously it's nice to get the funding. And yeah, but I mean, if someone had said to me "No, oh, I don't really like that idea, I would have said, well, I'm going to make this anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it was something that was important to me. It's, the, think, pa- to it's, me. The,
0: it's the pat on the back, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and I on, think
1: as well as that, it's on your terms, though. Mm. I mean, what, what this Actress Creator Scheme has done is, is they're handing actors, you know, you know, a lot of the times we're waiting around because we're doing auditions and we're doing self-tapes and we send them off and we just never hear anything. Yeah. So you're setting off all these fo- all these rockets all the time into the into the ether, into the universe. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, but you are. You know, your energy, <laughs> you're putting your energy out there yeah, and you're yeah. waiting to see what comes back. And a lot of times... The well
0: can run a little yeah. dry. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then when you actually write something...
0: It's not all oat milk, cappuccinos and, <laughs> and podcasts.
1: <laughs> you know, but when you write something yourself and you're the lead in it and you've written this character, it's on your terms. Yeah. You know, so... I got to decide. Okay, Irene looks like this. Okay, she doesn't. She doesn't. She's going to not wear any makeup, or she's going to not look like this, or she's going. to, You know. And I was very much in control of that.
0: Yeah. And how did that feel for the first time? It's like, oh, I'm a producer now.
1: Um, I think it. I think I just felt.
0: Did it feel? Uh, now, knowing your personality, I'm sure it didn't go to your head, but did it feel? Did you feel comfortable in that role? Because you're an executive producer of this as well, our producer, right?
1: Yeah, executive producer, yeah, and co-produced as well. Um, I just felt ready. Was it
0: a different thing? Like, did you think, like, you might have, did you have any experiences in the past and you thought to yourself, well, when, or was it conscious like this, where you thought, when I'm in that role, I'll do it this way?
1: No, I just did this and I was like, I I know my strengths Mm -hmm. and I know I'm good at getting stuff done. Yeah, You know, so... Between myself and Eve, like there's so much prep. Like so much prep. I can't even, but I went a bit to town because I went to like three and four different locations because I wanted the perfect 80s backdrop. And we had a location offered to us at the beginning. Um, My husband's auntie Marion, so kind to us, opened up her house to us, let us use the house for as long as we wanted. This amazing house that she has down in Um, And we were so lucky with that. But I then was going, oh no, well, maybe over here, you know, that grass is greener. So Mm -hmm. I think I pushed myself to a point I, re- I didn't need to because I wanted it to be so perfect. You know, yeah. I held on a little bit too tight and then... The so you had to
0: rein yourself in a bit. Yeah,
1: I had to say, all oh, right, OK, this. I had to I had to harness my energy because I was like, OK, all my energy is going on this, but that's not what's important. OK, bring it back to this. Bring it back to making sure that the script is what I want, that the, the story, the heart mm. of the story, what's, what's it about? You know, mm-hmm. and the relationships between the characters predominantly. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but again, it's the a- authenticity, and I think you know it's always a good starting point when you, there's elements of truth and what you know going into it. So you can never go f- too far wrong.
1: Yeah, and it's quite. You a know, if simple it comes from an
0: honest place. It's
1: it's a, it's quite a simple story in a way. You know, at the mm-hmm. be, at the roots of of what it is, it is quite a simple story about family and you know love and. All that we have, (laughs) Paul, you know what I mean. As opposed to all that we want. Yeah, but I mean, I was never going to go and make a big action. Yeah, of course. You know, that wasn't, that's not where.
0: Yeah, I think there's, you know, um, I think there's a, in this country in particular, where you'd think we'd be better at kind of lighthearted light entertainment and comedy. I find myself often disappointed when I watch content that's Irish, because I'm like, and look, everything, I'm sure, when it's greenlit and every script that gets greenlit and funded in this country, of course it has potential because that's why it got the money. But I find myself often, more often than not, a little bit disappointed. Not always. When it's good, it's very good in this mm-hmm. country. But, you know, you know... I think
1: a lot of the time it can boil down to development. In the UK they have a, you know... a a huge development um, programme. Yes. So if you get funded by the BBC you then go in development with the writer's room and you work your script and you work it and work mm-hmm. it and work it and work it and work it until it's the best that it can be. But mm-hmm. we just don't have the money here for that. Yeah, so I don't... I think uh, that can be part of it. Mm-hmm. But look, you got to focus on the positives as well and, and there's so many, like I mean there's 30 people on this scheme mm-hmm. and We've done so many Zooms that we've heard, like, and every single voice is different. Yeah, of course. Everyone has something different to say. Everyone is coming from a different perspective. Um, and I, sp-
0: I, I think that's why I think it's such a, like, Screen Ireland and Screen Skills are doing such, and I, I don't know what it is, but. And Bow Street. Um, yeah, and Bow Street, of course. Uh, but in particular, not like just to get away from, like, I mean, Screen Ireland and Screen Skills haven't worked with Screen Skills directly. Um, some of the new initiatives, um, are radically different from what has been done before.
1: Yeah, and it's really positive and really hopeful as yeah. a as a screenwriter or an actor to know that, OK, I do this and there's there's maybe somewhere for this to go. Yeah. You know, because when you're writing, you're sitting in a little room in your house looking out the window going, right, OK, now, what will I do here with your post-its all over your wall creating this world? Mm-hmm. And the most surreal moment I had was then standing in that world. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, it, it was, it was, Amazing, but a bit weird at the same time, because I kind of stopped myself and I was like, I was in the opening scene that I had written and visualised in my head so many times, Mm -hmm. you know, so that was a bit of a kind of a, oh, moment. But I think, you know, you have to step into your capabilities at some point and say, right, okay, what's the point of me sitting back here and Mm -hmm. waiting on something to happen? I have something to say and... I'm going to say it. <laughs> I have a platform.
0: Um, that's, do you find... No, I,
1: I don't mean that. But you no,
0: know. no, I know exactly what you mean. You have to, you, you know, we get, you know, in, in what we do, we get a couple of, no, you know, reasonably big opportunities in our lives and you have to make them count when they happen. And
1: actors are deluded. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you get a part and you think, this is it. I remember when I got cast, you like this now, Paul, when I got go cast on. in Love Hate.
0: I was going to ask you about Love Hate there. Go on.
1: So I was in... The last ever episode. When I got cast, I didn't know that it was going to be the last ever ever episode. So it was watched, like the most ever watched episode of anything in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And when I got cast in this, I was cast alongside Peter Coonan, um, who was playing Fran at the time, who was like one of the most famous actors in Ireland at that time. And I was like, well, that's it now for me. I've been cast in this.
0: I'm on the pig's back.
1: (laughs) 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 My ship has come in. But we all know that's not necessarily how it works, you know, and... That isn't, you know...
0: G- gigs are nice, but, it, you know, you're only as good as your last job. And, well,
1: and you have to understand that it's about that gig at that time. It, you, you, you're not doing anything to get you to somewhere else. You know, that kind of... You're you're doing this and enjoying it. And that was such a great gig. Mm-hmm. You know, it was... At the time to get that, it was brilliant. I loved doing that. Was so I'm sure open it
0: opened up. a lot of doors as well. A couple of auditions after that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know... I remember, it, like... It, it seemed as if there was a kind of a nice little subplot happening there. In I remember you in that, and I was like, "Oh, that that's really interesting." But, but where no, then going it ended. That? I know it was a bit disappointing. But it was letter. good,
1: uh, but I mean, for me, with the writing, it's definitely opened up another part of me that I, that I like forgot was there or whatever. But you know, you, you can like I'm working on something at the moment but there's lots of different characters. I'm good at accents. And yeah, yeah, I kind of forgot I was good at accents. I know that sounds really weird because you're not acting for a while and things lie dormant and I love doing them. Mm-hmm. So it's developing all these characters like, oh yeah, oh, she's like that. Oh, right, great. Yeah, she's this. And, you know, and then there's another one comes in and she's like American or someone else and... Mm-hmm. You know, you. I think you can play to your strengths a lot when you're creating characters for yourself. But
0: you forget, you forget that you can do stuff if you don't exercise that muscle. It's like lifting, lifting weights, you know. Yeah. You pick them up, go,
1: oh, and look, at the end of the day, you're playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing the feeling I get is like the thing I used to do when, when, you know, we were kids, my cousins and like I'd be Madonna and they'd be like the back and say, my poor sister, my cousin <laughs> Keith, we used to dress them up. He'd be delighted I said this. But, you know, they were, and, and you're playing, you yeah, know, yeah. creating these worlds, making this magical stuff in it's your sense mind. sense of play.
0: It should never really change, should yeah,
1: it? Yeah, you know, it's fun. Like um,
0: we're not
1: saving lives, you know?
0: No, and I think um, if anything, the pandemic in particular has shown us... It's 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 given, I think, all of us a great sense of um, perspective in terms of what creative people do and the, their importance of... Cre- I mean, look, who hasn't watched Netflix in the last year, you know?
1: But the importance of laughter, Paul, I think. Yeah, yeah, but you know, the importance like
0: of c- creativity in society and what that does. Of course, it's not as important as somebody on the no. front line. But it is, you know, it's a, it's a swimming ring for people who are, you know, coping with... It's an a massive anxiety, mm-hmm. you know? How do you like where are you with kind of anxiety levels in what you in, in, in work and in the creative world?
1: Um
0: Do you think it's like are you are you good with it? Are you bad with it? Is it you know is because it? Because I'm
1: fast paced, yeah, yeah. I have a tendency to so like I have to have one shot in my coffee. Can't have any more than that. If I do I'll be like da, 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 da. <laughs> Um I have to manage it, yeah. you know. And if I don't do the walking, and I don't, do, my house is full. Like there's yeah, loads right. of us, you know. They've got husband, the kids, my my son's girlfriend, is my granddaughter's coming in. So it's a busy house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so
0: helps when you write the it helps when you write your own lines. So you, when you're learning them, because you've no time to learn them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, rock. We'll we keep this scene short. I actually did a couple of them for me yes, I was Like, yeah, no. we keep this short. This was grand. Um, but I mean.
0: But you cope well with it or you're better at coping with it. I mean, it, right? I have yeah. things
1: in place to, you know, make sure that I do and because if, well, because I'm so busy all the time, if I start to crack, then the health doesn't run very well because if a mother's losing it, then, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Socks don't get dried. No,
1: I mean, I don't, <laughs> you know. Me- m- m- the mental health to me is, the you know, so important. Um, yeah. And I mean, I try to look after that in a, a disciplined way. I have a daily practice that I do to try and keep myself together because Mm -hmm. I think big things are going to happen in your life. You know, life keeps happening all the time. Bereavements will happen, different things will happen and if you have that basis, your foundation, Mm -hmm. you have roots then to kind of, you know, dig into or to... You know, you have something to kind of hold on to. Yeah, to ground you know, To ground you. No, asking, I think yeah.
0: it absolutely does. I mean, one of the you know one of the greatest skills I think you know you can acquire, and I think you've touched on it, and you're you're good at that, is being able to flag when things get too much. Yeah. Because a lot of people go over the cliff of that. Of course, and, and then go, you, oh Jesus, what's going on? Well, you put you know?
1: everybody else ahead of yourself, then, and you think mm. that you're you know this sort of superhero that can just take on every single thing, and you know you can't, and it's. Uh, Life is hard at the moment. Like, let's not underestimate what's going on in the world. You know, there's a global pandemic. People are dying. People are losing people. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the kind of gravity of the situation. But you can't live in that every moment. So, I mean, like comedy for me, you know, like I'm lucky my husband's funny. You know what I mean? He's, you know, you you can't really get away with it. Like, you get a bit mopey, and then he'll throw in a one liner. (laughs) Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So, so, you know, I think. You can get into a rut of like, and things like really affect me. So I can't look at the news. You know, I'll check it now and again, but like watching the news, listening to the news newspapers, a no-no for me. Yeah. Cannot do that. Yeah, It I tips ca- me into a spiral.
0: I'm the same. I mean, like it, you know, it's akin to listening to the wireless during World War Two about yeah. how Leningrad fell that day. It's yeah, like, I no, can't, I, I can't listen I can't to that. I can't
1: do it. I can't take it on. <clears throat> so stuff like that for me is a definite no in, in order to keep. And I sometimes go into a little... I suppose it's like this little la la la, the, my little sparkly bubble. I'm over here. But I think sometimes, it's, especially as an actor, because you live in a, a career that's quite unknown. You mm-hmm. don't know where the next job is coming from. You don't know, you know, and the control that you that you do have is maybe working on your accents or, you know, we all have smartphones now. You can learn a script. You Stand can stick sharp. your phone on the window. Mm-hmm. Do You know, do a monologue, do a duologue, you know. Uh, find that little thing that's in you that keeps you that that lights you up
0: Flex the muscle Yeah, yeah. and
1: it, and it lights you up and just to play I do sometimes go a bit off the wall on Instagram
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love them I think they're great all of those are you know ca- I kind of do forming characters that will become something Yeah in the future, but I only you know?
1: really do it when I I kind of just do it off the cuff I did comedy improv for years so I mm-hmm. think that's where that comes from you know I just an idea pops into my head and then I get a buzz out of doing it I'm not doing it because I want you know it to be like this big thing I'm yeah, just yeah. doing it for the crack you know it makes it makes me happy Keep yourself sane Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It, the, uh, I say a lot the madness has to go somewhere you know yeah. I have a lot of buzzy wacky energy it's a family trait It has to
0: be put somewhere
1: Absolutely. It does it has to be and so I can channel that either in a positive way mm-hmm. or I can channel that by like losing the plot and saying why isn't this who didn't do the floor? Who did it? You're not getting that. I'm not doing that.
0: Um, we ask everybody that comes on the same question and it's only appropriate that I ask you. Uh, how do you deal with rejection? Because there's a lot of it out there, isn't
1: there? I'm quite good at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I didn't used to be. I'm quite good at it now that if I'm in, if I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do and I kind of feel aligned and I apply for you know, I would do a self tape or whatever. I mm-hmm. try to just leave it there.
0: Yeah,
1: it's gone. As I said, you're firing out the thing into the universe. It's gone. It's done. I did shooting a good job. Sh- shooting the monkey,
0: shooting the chimp Firing space. the rockets. Yeah,
1: firing <laughs> the rockets out there. This is what I'd like. This is what I've done. And I listened to Brian Cranston um, been interviewed, and I think he said, you know, he he says, this is what I have to offer. Yeah. This is what my interpretation is of this. Mm-hmm. And then once it's gone, it's not really anything to do with me. And what I learned so much as well from um, doing the film was about the cast inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I would beat myself up sometimes about going for things if I didn't get them. And I'd be like, oh, you know, you carry, you sometimes carry it with you. It's like putting a backpack on, but like all, the, the whole audition, you carry it around mm-hmm. and I should have done this or I should have mm-hmm. maybe looked that way or I should have. Especially if you're in the room, self-tapes, you have a bit more you know, you can stop and start. But if you're in the room and you get a couple of goes. Um, I th-
0: I think, isn't it strange to see, because I've cast a little bit as well in other stuff I've done. Isn't it strange to see things from the other side? Yeah. Like, did you, what did you learn about that? Did you?
1: Like, I learned that it's.
0: Like the impulse, people, it casts itself, doesn't it? Yeah. That, like it has to jump out at you yeah. and you think of like that, uh, you know, the authenticity of thought behind a character and then that, or it, you know, it's kind of like, guess who, you know? You can cough away, you can course if you like what you're coughing. <laughs> <coughs> bastard
1: <Jesus>. um
0: <laughs> did that happen
1: yeah so uh, as i uh, as I was writing um reflex, Mark dulan was in my head for the role of mick yeah, yeah. and and uh, and I've only met mark once. Mm-hmm. um but he just his his essence and presence was that character, yeah, so i I wrote that for him um Daffod Flynn, who's doesn't need an introduction from me amazing young actor Yeah um, course. I had course hi- I had met him uh, somewhere
0: This is such a story, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah I met him I In met a him. shop where he worked or something yeah. wasn't it <laughs> and I went
1: over to him and I said oh, and I'd watched Michael inside and I'd gone to the cinema I to watch it and I'd like cried my eyes out for the whole thing and I said I know I, d- I just had to tell you I said I watched Michael inside and he was like oh, alright and we had a great chat um, and so I contacted him we went for a cup of coffee and I was telling him about the film and he came on board he, so play your, he, he
0: plays your son He plays he? my
1: son yeah um and his younger brother Shane actually plays my other son. Okay. Um and then uh the character of Jan who's the neighbour was Kathy Monaghan and she <laughs> I can't wait for people to see. <laughs> brilliant. So but it but it's it was like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. So it was like this person, this person, no, 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 yeah. Next, and the jigsaw yeah. piece went in. And then this person, this no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Um we've another brilliant actor, Jeff O'Toole as well, who's who plays a uh, Paggio Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he he uh,
0: he. Jeff's a wonderful character. Yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been scary. around for a long time. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's 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 good friend of my husband's. I know Jeff a long time, so he came in as well, and and everybody just fits. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so then for me going in for auditions and casting, like it's an energetic thing. I it, all all of the all of these things have to align. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an energetic thing. It's, it's if I'm right, I'm right.
0: Yeah. you know? It's it's that kind of, you know, rising tide, all boats, everyone pulling in the same direction, oh. positive, like all those lovely cliches, but it has to, like the whole thing has to click. Yeah. Did it feel like that, that it clicked for you? Yeah. yeah that's really good. Um, Do you have any advice uh, for young female Uh, performers or creatives who may be starting out or are finding it kind of difficult in this industry or environment?
1: I think train. Yeah? Find somebody good to guide you. Um,
0: When you say train, you mean in whatever training is suitable for you? Like if you
1: find a great director who can teach you, find a great acting class, you know, you don't have to Mm -hmm. necessarily go and study full time if you're working, study part time. But to be honest with you, I think for me, life experience has taught me more than any classroom I've ever been in. You know, the things that I draw on with acting or writing are things that have happened (laughs) in my life a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. They
0: fuck all to do with Shakespeare. But
1: you you can't recreate that. Yeah. You know, you can't, that's learned stuff. So for young actors starting out, go and live your life. Like if you can go and travel and go to Australia for a year, don't get caught up. Mm. There's no age limit on acting.
0: Yeah, of course. There's no
1: age limit. We're not going to turn around and be, you know...
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, you're going to be the next Morgan Freeman.
1: Well, I mean, hey, <laughs> the you first know, first time I'll yeah, yeah, as I lay yeah. But I, like, you know, there's no, there's no limit, and yeah. I think there's this idea that by 35 you're supposed to have this, this, and this done by 40, you're supposed to be this, 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 and this. No, you know, that's not the way it is. Just go and enjoy yourself, and li- life is short, you mm-hmm. know. And it's, and I think I've been thinking the last while. This thing just keeps coming into my head all the time. Like, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if we get ca- so caught up in stupid shit, yeah, yeah. that means nothing. And you're going to have days where terrible things will happen. Mm-hmm. Life will be, you know, the rug will be pulled from under you. So just enjoy it while it's good. You know, I get up and I'm kind of counting, OK, this person, everyone's OK. I heard this from Gary Do you v, do actually. a head count in the house? I do a count. The We're still <laughs> One, alive. One, two, three, We're OK. We're still alive. The covet didn't We're get still us today. alive. But I mean, that's all you have. Yeah. You know, genuinely, hand on heart, that's really all you have and once your family are okay your friends are happy everyone's good
0: that's all that really matters you well know I mean for mm. me yeah for, yeah particularly at the moment you
1: know particularly at the moment yeah and
0: um, I keep bounce. I'm so sorry I'm bouncing the off the microphone
1: what's wrong with it's
0: you? just the energy in the room it's like a seance
1: <laughs> <laughs> a seance I actually speaking of seances I actually was thinking of all the jobs I had done
0: you th- you, you, you th- were you a card reader or listen, something
1: listen <laughs> hold on now I was thinking of all the jobs I'd done, you know, to sustain acting. I was thinking of this over the last couple of days because, as I did say, I was interviewing myself in my head a couple of times. Um, And I worked, I worked on a a tarot line, reading tarot cards. You did not. Yeah, I can read cards now. I can read them. I know how to read them. But um, uh, anyway, yeah, I can read them. But I got this job on this tarot line. So my shift, I think, was like eight o'clock in the evening until like two o'clock in the morning. So it was the house phone it would ring on and we'd be sitting inside like watching a DVD or whatever and then the phone would ring so I'd say to my pocket pause it, pause it and I'd run into the kitchen and answer the phone and you had to have a a name you know everyone had their own name
0: You're through to Petulia
1: You're through to Cosmic (laughs) Cleo You're through to Cosmic Cleo What would you you know? and then you read the cards Right Um but it was mad because people would be coming in from the pub and they'd be just buying like so 11 o'clock or maybe like about half 12 the phone would blow up. The phone would be ringing off the hook. That's and a great, it's a great you'd idea have, for, a yeah, for a film. You'd have people um, drunk after coming in from the pub and there was one particular woman I remember she got really annoyed at me because she said And I was just telling her what was in the cards and she said, I was down at the pub and my husband was ignoring me and there was a young fella there and he was eyeing me up and I said to myself, should I just go for it? (laughs) I was like, no! The cards say no! The cards say no! Maybe think about a little bit of therapy. You know, that's all I ever said. Maybe you could think about counselling. Um but that was yeah one right. of the one of the crazier jobs that I did so that I could keep auditioning. That's
0: and a fucking incredible story. That's the, that's uh, th- that's you. That's new story. Yeah, the you story. Get through to
1: Cosmically... And island inside like whatever we were watching paused.
0: <laughs> like glass against <laughs> the wall, for,
1: waiting for me to, vini- to finish doing the reading. You know, yeah.
0: Um, I'll, I'll we'll we'll wrap up shortly. This has been amazing. Um, tell me. Um. What has been the most important lesson you've learned throughout your experiences, kind of working in in this crazy lifestyle?
1: I think the I think the one about casting, like uh, from an actor's perspective,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not about you. Yeah, you know it is and it isn't. You know, but this idea that like the world starts and ends with you—it's a team. Mm-hmm. It's you know, a collaboration of a lot of different people and a lot of different pieces that have to move and fit into place. And so with that, then there's less pressure on you because, as I said, you can just say, "Right, well, this is what I have to offer and this is what I do. Mm -hmm. And it might fit and it might not. Um, I think that's been a huge lesson for me from uh, taking a bit of a more chilled out approach and allowing me to just believe in what I'm doing and keep doing my own thing. Rather mm. than being like, oh, they don't like me.
0: What's that expression you use a lot? To paddle one's own canoe? That's my dad's. Yeah. you, you
1: Paddle said, your own... Oh, no. Is that it? What is it? What's the one he says? Ah. Um, oh. oh, I can't remember it. It's love just many... us get him on the phone. Look, Yeah. <laughs> Dad? Love many, <sighs> something few, always paddle your own canoe. I can't remember.
0: Love many... Let's just say hate few. Love many, hate few
1: but oh, that's going to do my head in now always paddle your own canoe
0: yeah I remember you saying that a couple of times yeah there's a, there's a lot yeah no you have done <laughs> um, thanks so much for coming in coming down coming across I don't know what the around the corner coming up and around down the, the Tala bypass the, all the way down the road uh, really appreciate your time thanks so much for it um, yeah keep on creating being sound and don't be a stranger
1: and keep telling your parents that you're not well on a Wednesday so you can watch Nuts Landing
0: Absolutely. Or Dynasty. Anyway, nice uh, to see you. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much.